This Monday night football props and NFL Week 15 recap edition of the Sports Gaming Podcast is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Game Time tickets make the perfect holiday gift. Sign up at GameTime.co and use promo code SGPN for $20 off. GameTime.co promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. The SGPN app is completely free to download and home to all of your favorite SGPN podcast contents and picks. Just type SGPN in your app store today to download America's number one DGen app. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. To the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Ooh, I'm sore. Feel a little sore. Really? Feel a little sore. You got run over by Derek Carr? Feel a little sore. Is that no, it? Nah, not not related to the incredibly <laughs> uh coordinated racist attack oh. on the Italian American people. Well, first they first they uh they take uh, Siciliano on a on a boat ride. Never returns. Don't know where he is. Then they bring in this anti itai uh, in Scott Hansen, who's just bad mouthing your boy Tommy DeVito left and right. Ryan, and where's the green jacket? I thought we were gonna get the full on uh, Tommy DeVito. Look like a holiday elf. Not much like Tommy DeVito. I'm uh, I'm over it. <laughs> uh, Are you? Do you still have DeVito fever, Ryan? Of course, uh, I I don't think he played. I'm sure when I go and watch the tape, we're gonna see the same problems that he had. Uh, er, what the, what the hell? Is it? Earlier on, which was he he probably missed some wide open throws. He was probably locked into the wrong part of the field, but he's still taking the shots, and you can't can't be too mad about it. But I, it's more just about again another week, and we're just we're just clowning the the great Italian American <laughs> people. We're allowing an entire uh, team once again. Bounties were out. It, it seems, mm. uh, and quite frankly, you mentioned it, but Scott Hansen, he went out of his way to make fun of Tommy DeVito, almost like he was maybe bullied in mm. high school, and this was Scott's chance to get back. Oh him wow! While bullied he sits, by some Italians. While he sits in his holy fucking, uh, I don't even want to call his it Octo a throne. Box. I don't want to call it a throne, but you're in a throne. <laughs> Trapped in a green room, Scott. <laughs> Who's really on top? Uh, I. It's always fun to enjoy him throwing his crew under the bus. Guys, guys, can we go back to the? Uh, can we get back to the uh, the 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 uh, Cincinnati game? What's going on? I'm I'm not even. Uh, all right. Okay. So th- this wait. This isn't live. This isn't live. I was told it was live. It's it's not. This is actually a replay. Normally, Sean's. Uh, I'm the least anti Scott Hansen person in the room. But his yeah. banter today was on another level. <laughs> it was on another level. He was nitpicking. He was making fun of Tommy DeVito for mm. flopping to the ground 
And then he's like, see, that's what you get. Go to the concussion protocol, get in that tent. He was coming after Italians too. It really begs the question. Why is Andrew Siciliano not hosting the red, mm. the, the red zone channel? He still works for NFL network. In fact, yeah. I, I knew, I know at least one person who worked behind the scenes on that show. Didn't, didn't seem like uh, it was based on merit, Sean. Mm. Scott right. Hansen might suck dick. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I uh, didn't I, allegedly. Yeah. Well, you know, as a, as a host, Ryan, um, parlay Prince three DeVito's agent what? is also a Notre Dame mascot. Um, that was, uh, that was something that was going around. Shout out to it you. Was, parlay Prince. Not, not aware that leprechauns are Irish. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I guess you they could be Italian, Italian, uh, uh, what? Italian leprechauns. What you think a small Italian man would get away with having a pot of gold. He's not kicking any tribute <laughs> upstairs. Are you kidding me? It just hangs out at the end of a rainbow. An Italian, a proper Italian American mo- mobster type. Even looking at a rainbow is too gay for them. You know what I mean? <laughs> this doesn't line up. I don't like that slander. In fact, I will say this: that was a bold move going with the green suit. Yeah, I understand you just got inducted into a Hall of Fame, and there might be a green jacket involved. It seemed like there was a patch on that jacket commemorating the occasion. That's a bold move. You're going behind enemy lines. You know what they used to do to the jester of a king and queen's party when they were behind enemy lines if things didn't go that well? That was the first head that got chopped off. Really, the jester? I mean, why not? Enough joking who, around. Who gives a fuck? It's a jester. <laughs> so yeah. All right. Anyway. He's he's first in line to get. I would just say I, I I would also say this. Again. There are a million different um, cultural references that could have been made <laughs> that would have led to outcry on the 6 p.m. news. Yes. And yet, slandering. Oh, people, DeVito probably wants to go home and eat his meatballs. Th- these people are actually known <laughs> openly for killing people. Mm. The testicular fortitude of these Saints players. It was even it's almost I, like Greg Williams is in the locker room offering them a couple even hundred. Even though bucks. I did make the mistake of making the Giants my money line dog, that was bad. I, that, was, that was I. Some are saying that's why they lost. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, uh, who said I wasn't trying to throw them under the bus? It was. Uh, it was pretty oh, great to see the this? Saints players when what they were sacking this? Devito and going doing the uh, f- Italian fingers. That was that was. Th- they were doing it all wrong. You know what Ryan's Italian fingers love more than making this expression? Getting those Italian <laughs> fingers on a Little Caesars pretzel crust pizza. That's right, because Little Caesars is the official pizza sponsor of the NFL. Monday Night Football. You know what we are going to be doing here at the SGPN Studio, eating a delicious, hot and ready pretzel crust pizza with that pepperoni piled high and that golden buttery brown crust with the salty sprinkles. Ooh, it's so it's so tasty. Goes down so smooth. Love little C's. Delicious. Um, and it gets here quick with their delivery, or you can get the in-store pizza portal pickup. And again, if you get the, uh, if you do the official pizza pregame, they have like bonus prizes. I got a, uh, I have a coupon ride, not to brag, but I think we got a free uh, pepperoni. <laughs> yes, you're right. It is considered a company asset, uh, a free pepperoni pizza coming our way. Got to cash this thing in. So grab some friends, enjoy a few slices during the game. Little Caesars pizza, pizza. All right. So normally I'd say, Sean, we should probably uh, get, get to the show. Yep. We got the X line, but we, open. But we have Callers a caller and I'm worried it could be a medical emergency. We're oh, gonna, okay. So we're going to get him on uh, producer. 
over at the college experience. Oh, really? Mr. Noah Beanick. I, I know he's a, <laughs> also a proud Michigan man, Lions a proud fan? Lions wow. fan, and he could be here to report some sort of concerning news about Colby Dant or just talk about <laughs> football. Either way, I, I had to break him into the show. Yes. What? Uh, welcome to the show, Noah. Hey, what's going on, guys? I felt it was uh, necessary that it, I mean we have a little bit of a later start time to TC tonight, so I was like, oh, you okay. know what? Let's let's make a uh, NFL week recap uh, nice. debut for this season. So right? everyone's all right. Colby's yeah. all right. Well, yeah, we're we're, we're looking at a twelve thirty Eastern, nine thirty okay. Pacific start. We're not trying so, to side sideline your viewing uh, to yes. over to our show or anything. Oh, wow. So yeah, look at this guy. He's sending Colby the <laughs> ultimate Benedict, sending <laughs> Noah behind enemy lines. Two, yeah. uh, oh, I guess I guess Colby does to get his hands dirty over on the college <laughs> basketball. <laughs> oh, send the send send Noah promote the show. Uh, um, yeah. I see. How uh, so it is. for starters, I, you guys promote Little Caesars a, a lot on the show. Obviously, yes. uh, it's your lead lead ad on the shows. Uh, their top product, in my opinion, of course, <laughs> being from Michigan, where yeah. Little Caesars started, and I was a kid in college that did a uh, final project on the, uh, the founder of little Caesars. So why, why I, has this my, not been sent to us yet? <laughs> this is excellent. Oh, I, I, I could totally oh, send it to you. Oh, I, got, I got like an A plus on that thing. I, I hit a home run on that. Uh, but anyways, it's the Italian garlic bread. It's like mm, a, a square, yeah. uh, bread with like a garlic and like Italian seasoning on it. Oh, it's perfect. Uh, so that's my recommendation. For it, is, like it is delicious. And what, what Ryan was referring to oh. was uh, we were hosting our VEASAN <laughs> show again, every Friday, <laughs> nine o'clock uh, to midnight on the West coast. And uh, Colby is scheduled to come on the guests uh, as a guest, talk a couple bowl games, et cetera. And then he gets uh, Kramer gets a text from Noah. What, like oh, no, an APB no. is being put out so, by uh, by Noah about Colby. Well, and I knew first of all, I, I'm very hard to get in touch with anyone who knows uh, whether or not I read a text or email. Oh, um, re- anytime uh, in the next 24 choice. hours, maybe. But I happen to be looking at my phone for something related to the show, and I see that Noah has sent me a message, and I see it's only to me. Which then raises my level of like, uh oh, something might be wrong. Message nine twenty one p.m. Pacific. So we're in, we're into what segment 20, two? Twenty minutes into the Eastern we, show. We're into segment two. Colby <laughs> hasn't been in contact with Mac or I since four p.m. Pacific. I'm like, oh shit. He's already building a timeline. Seriously, this is forensic files one oh one. Seriously worried about his health. I've been there before too. I wouldn't be texting you during Beeson Live, but also have no idea where he is. I know he goes on your show in ninety minutes. Blah blah blah. Uh, and the, then, the only thing, the only information that I knew prior to that was he was like the the night before he goes, Hey, I'm going to be at a dinner with a buddy. And I'm like, Oh shit, this kid, or this guy just passed out. And, and just and for those who don't know, Colby, very reliable, very rarely does he, he, he like miss yeah. stuff. Yeah. And, and so then a message, uh, 60 seconds later, dot, dot, dot. He just responded to us. <laughs> Sorry for bothering you. It was perfect timing. It, it did get, uh, it I, so I, great. I read it. It was so good. I had to, I read it to Sean, like uh, while no, we were on it, immediately. It, it uh, anyway. Uh, so Noah, what, what brings you uh, over to the NFL? Uh, All right. I, I have two topics that I kind of brought with me to talk about today. One, I want to, th- I want to throw like a subject into a locker. Ooh, Is oh, that yes. Allowed? Yes. Yeah. All right, I'm throwing injuries into the locker. Oh, fuck okay. injuries, because fantasy football <laughs> just got absolutely screwed oh, this week. It was with brutal. all the quarterbacks and all the wide receivers. Jesus. 
Yeah, Keaton Mitchell, uh, who oh, that was I, knees aren't supposed to go uh, bend that way. That's brutal. Uh, like you were East you, Carolina Pirate. If you were we running believe. a hot Keaton Mitchell hand into the fantasy playoffs, I mean, there were some bonker. You know, uh, I feel like a number of guys. Of course, C.J. Stroud. I mean, uh, that one's been out for a while. But yeah, injuries. yeah, I, I had one best ball team with Tyreek Hill, Chris Olave, Christian Kirk. Oh man. <laughs> the trifecta. I there. got like a half yeah. dozen. CJ and that one Stroud. somehow advanced, but you know, the CJ Stroud dashed. teams are sad to look at. Cause some of them, Sean, they're like CJ Stroud, Danny Dimes, oh. zero points this week. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm less than 10 points from oh, just, well, and sick. there was, there was a moment in the office where again, we would never wish injury upon anyone. Uh, Brock Purdy. Uh, that's not true. Brock Purdy was writhing around uh, in, was, pa- in I, pain. I was celebrating. And, and I go to Ryan. I go, first off, I would never celebrate injury, but I go to Ryan. I go, uh, I hope Brock Purdy's okay, makes a quick recovery. But Ryan, what about those Sam Darnold uh, best ball teams you have? And Ryan's like, get on. He's on the computer. He's like, oh, wait, I do have a Sam Darnold best ball team. And he's like, and then, and then Brock Purdy comes back completely fine three plays later. Well, I, what happened yeah. to Brock Purdy? That my, he was my injury his prediction. legs in pain. My injury prediction this year, I actually had uh, like a perfect handcuff. I had two teams, Tua, Mike White. Oh, wow. And somehow all the QB yeah. injuries this year, Tua's not one. I know. Uh, it's right? what's funny is the yeah. So the the Sam Darnold team, it's a judo. Sam the Sam Darnold team uh, up until Lamar's last garbage time run was <laughs> advancing. So no longer do I have to say <laughs> do I have the what if of Sam. But Sean, ask me if I have a team advancing that has Ryan Tannehill on it. Ryan, do you have a team Woo! advancing? I do. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, anyway, what what was the second thing? No. All right, uh, this one. This one's the more entertaining topic, uh, especially for you guys. Uh, if most listeners don't know, you guys already send it. But I'm a fan of maybe the most miserable football franchise yes. in the NFL, oh. uh, the Detroit Lions. Um, the Detroit Pistons are making a run for that title <laughs> in their own city, but they, Jesus, they've yeah. got a couple of championships, so it's like kind of hard to like really pick on them when you know everybody's falling in love with the Lions <laughs> here. But me as a as a fan trying not to just completely get sideswiped by something that I don't see happening. I'm, I'm ready to provide you guys with like my absolute heartbreak mm. scenario. I know you what ready? this is. I know what it is. I'm yeah. I, yeah. You, you might. Because it, um, it relates to some things that I've already called into this show. Like I don't. Does like, it involve Matt Stafford? No. It involves that you know ex girlfriend that you have no remorse <laughs> for. Like yes. no hard feelings, but like man, no Lions football on today, and you just sit there. You watch the Rams, <laughs> and he's just dicing up the the Redskins, the Washington <laughs> Football Team, the Commanders, just looking like. He's in a Lions uniform again, and he, he he's tied with Minnesota, who we play twice in the final three weeks. Yep. So if we just give the Vikings one or two losses, yep. Now you got the Rams coming in the Ford Field. Oh, now no. you have a terrible matchup <laughs> for Jared Goff coming in the that Ford is, Field. And they match up poorly against this Rams team. I think they. Could oh, be it's terrible. It's it's an awful matchup. And you have the running back that came out of nowhere and Kyron Williams, who's just going to absolutely just douse this uh, defense. But yeah, it's just, you can just see it happening. 
they're they're seven and seven now. They're creeping into the playoff picture. That, we'll that be a two be to a, three seed. That would be like an amazing super wild card weekend game, Ryan. Uh, uh, Los Angeles Rams head into Detroit. You know Ford what that Field would be? is going to be so torn. That'd be a good old Midwestern fo- uh, couple going going out of town to Vegas <laughs> and and. Uh, Hiring a you know some third professional help for the night, getting frisky, you know. <laughs> it's well, like yeah. either way, it's like either uh, Lions yeah, are through or Matt Stafford's through. We can you know we got our boy. Oh man, yeah, there will be plenty of points in that matchup. I'm just thinking of all just the the brutal matchups. Like I, I don't know how we're take it one week Kula. at a time. One week at a time. I don't time. know how we're gonna stop Kyron. One, one I don't week know how we're time. gonna cover Cup. <laughs> I don't know how this defense holds up. As someone, and if they get any pressure on Goff, he's just a house of cards. Like, as as oh someone God. who once uh, rooted for a team uh, who wasn't supposed to win at all, it's got to go one week at a time. One week at a time. One week at a time. Noah, appreciate you calling in. Make sure you check out the college basketball experience nightly Thanks shows. Thanks for having me, guys. Well, yep. wait till we're done, then go check them. Out. <laughs> yeah, don't don't leave our stream to listen to Colby they're, yell yeah, they're, about. They're mostly basketball. lame anyway. <laughs> All right, let it ride. No, I thought Noah was going to say something at the end there. Uh, uh, that was great. Great call by Noah. Great work. By Why do we Noah. have so many Lions fans? Also, that ah, we we have a Midwest appeal, right? Is there something sad about well, us? No, once or is once it because we're happy and we all the sad fans flock? Well, to us. I think I think Whoa. also when you're when you're a Detroit Lions fan or a Detroit sports fan, maybe you, you start getting invested in other games, get a little action. Ah, uh, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe that. I mean, Lions and Cowboys are two of the saddest franchises. <laughs> oh, can, I cannot wait like, to talk Cowboys. We all right. You want to take more calls? You want to sure? With the recap? Uh, yeah. Before we do that, though, real quick, uh, I want to throw something in the locker. Offensive offsides. Oh. I, I just I thought you were going to th- th- throw the slot machine in the locker. No, slot machine's okay. been fine. Okay. It's not been hot. I've been like, yeah, it's just it's been you know middling. Like, oh, right, we'll, 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 we'll do a couple we'll bucks. We'll do a Kramer. Ta- Kramer. Ah. Kramer went on an incredible. Uh, the slot. How's the slot? Well, well, we'll I forget d- exactly what your run was, but I think you were down a little bit, and then you hit those uh, clutch kicks yep. on the NFL slot machine. Ended up cashing out uh, pretty nice. I haven't oh, had three hundred dollar bender. Yeah, there you go. Honestly, the Vegas <laughs> baby uh, the Vegas trip this past time. I, you know, first time where Sean's like, I'm going to go hit the hay. And then I was like, <laughs> I did one of those U turn. I accidentally went, well, because uh, so it was like two o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, all right, I'm going up for the bed. I'm going up to bed. Ryan's like, yeah, I'm just going to hit the cashier. And then, <laughs> and then, so, you know, cut to 6 30 in the morning where we're meeting up at the well, coffee shop. Well, hold on. What happened before we hit the cashier? So we cash out our, our slot yes. tickets. Yep. And then I I have uh, I have some cash. Oh, in my, you're right. You my, went to the roulette table. I had I had a hundred. I think I had two fifty dollar bills, and I was like, I got to spend this somewhere. And so I went to the roulette table, threw it down, and I I played my normal uh, 15, 17, 18, and twenty one. Seventeen hits, twenty five dollars pays out eight seventy five. Uh, of course, you got to run another. You got to run it back. Yep. So I reinvest the seventy five to get back on the three numbers. I didn't hit, lost. Walk away, and that's where like, yeah, I'm gonna go cash in this 800 <laughs> plus the. Just had a nice little run at the slot, feeling pretty good, and then yeah, Sean goes up, and I I just a hard U-turn. I was like, I wanted to play craps tonight, didn't play craps yet. I did the same thing where I was like, ah, the balance of the money I already stuffed in my pocket, I got six hundred dollars right here. So I I go I go over find a slot mach- or a, a craps table. I like empty ones. Um, 
again, not, not a social person. And I find one where there's just, it's completely empty. I walk up immediately. This husband and wife walk up, but the man takes one side of the table and the woman takes my side of the table. We start playing. He rolls beautifully. And about, I'd say six or seven rolls in he's, he's cashed uh, a couple points and some numbers for me. Things are going well. And I just kind of, I, I noticed that there's some drunk guys on the other side of the bullpen playing craps and the pit boss is like, Hey, Hey man, can you keep the drink behind the craps? Table? Oh yeah. You ever played craps? You know, the rule you just, you just don't put the drink over the table because your drunk ass will spill it. Like this, that's what they're telling you. They like have, we're, we're trying to help you out. Below. If you dump shit on the table, you're going to shut the whole game down. You're going to piss off a whole table yeah. worth of people. Uh, and this guy clearly thinks he's a hot shot. And he just starts, he looks at the guy. He's like, you can't tell me what, like, uh, you know, kind of escalating the situation. And again, you're playing craps. You don't want the vibe to change. And so I, I'm starting to feel this negative tension over here or negative energy. We're still having a good run. Some people are cashing in. So it's slowing things down. Totally fine. Then all of a sudden you just hear, I'm not moving an inch until you get so-and-so down here. I don't remember that you, I ain't moving until you get so-and-so down here. And then, you know, within a 60 seconds security, again, Derek spot, uh, you don't see the security all the time. They're there quickly come out. They, this guy's wearing a Cincinnati shirt. He's, t- he's pointing this at this guy. He's like <laughs> this motherfucker as if they're going to take his side yeah, as the employee over the of the bus. And, uh, you know, it, it can t- like he's not backing down, and his friend is kind of a- egging him on, and so you know the guy roll, rolls a seven out. I'm like, you know what? Just had a nice little like ten minute bender at the craps table. This guy's blowing my energy, and so I got the fuck out of it. But it was the first time where it was like, oh man, I I, I hit the trifecta. I hit, I won the slot, I won the roulette, and then I uh, hit the craps table for some money. And I heater. So uh, at this point, I'm like, all right, it should go to bed. Almost went to the high limit area to play some blackjack. I did. I did go to bed. It was the smart thing to do. Plus EV. Anyway, there you go. Do we have a? Do we have a caller? Yeah, we uh, call in stuff, whatever you want in a locker. Basically, all right. Let's hear. I'm going to guess that the uh, Dick Puncher here is uh, is probably not not having the best day. He did. Dick Puncher did come in with the uh, Mike Evans cash, even though. Even though it was probably a tough loss for him, and we gotta, even though he didn't hit it, that sweat of hitting that Tucker Craft, that first one on that crazy underdog, um, <laughs> and and we almost hit the the one that we built with Dick Puncher, which was plus nine fifty. We just needed three fucking Aaron Jones receiving yards. Very Loser. frustrating, but I'm sure I'm sure also Dick Puncher frustrated through the result of the game. How are you feeling, Dick? Uh, how? <laughs> Miss, sorry, Mister Puncher, yeah, please. <laughs> uh, very very mixed day. Uh, yeah, I mean, you guys laid out the Packers game. I'll get into that in just a sec. I did make it to the uh, two week finals of my fantasy league, so oh, that's yeah. that's good. Congrats! That's you know, a consolation prize there. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm up against my uh, new brother-in-law in the oh, finals there. Can't lose. <laughs> you can't fucking lose, dude. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, so like I said, mixed day. Uh, I actually, <clears throat> yeah, I, so I came out a little bit ahead today. 
in large part due to uh, both Kramer's over on the Algier rushing yards play, oh, yeah. which I just, I hammered that. I, the multi-unit play for me, it was just so obvious. He had 14 uh, carries and barely got over it. So amazing. I, I know, but he, but he got over it oh, like, yes. immediately. And then he was just like hovering over yeah. it for the rest of the time. But yeah, so that came through. And then uh, on top of that, as you already pointed out, as everybody <laughs> who listens, listens to the pregame already knows, right? Mike fucking Evans, right? I know I say this every damn week on the pregame and the past couple weeks I've called in the postgame as well, right? But these books, right? I, I mean, he's hit 10 of 14 weeks, seven of nine since I've been calling it. That's 78%. And we're getting it from anywhere from plus 130 to plus 260 every single week. I mean, it's disrespectful. I see, I see guys getting minus money for any times touchdown who don't score anywhere near the, the Aaron Jones. Like, why? It's insane. Why? <laughs> it's insane. It's Was it beautiful? Was it sweet poetry watching him do <laughs> it against your Packers? <laughs> I was I was okay with it at the time because, like, obviously I wanted that to hit and we were still, you know, completely like it was at the beginning of the game. So we were, you know, still very much in the game. Our offense was looking pretty solid, even though that first drive, we, you know, turned it over on downs right at the goal line there. But uh, I was okay at the time when that happened, that was fine. I, he, he is also on my fantasy team. So that, you know, that helped. <laughs> uh, start, start rooting for your but, pocket, uh, you know? Yeah. So I do, however, I, I need to throw someone into a Oh, please. Right? The Packers defensive coordinator, Joe Barry, he mm. needs to be thrown in the locker. I, uh, and by a locker, I mean those like Gaza Hamas tunnels that Israel is flooding right now. Because this guy has been terrorizing Packers fans' dreams for years at this point. I mean, you, you, like, you saw it last week against the Giants. You saw it here today. In fact, their overall PFF coverage grade today was 29.3 which is Ooh. the lowest grade of any team in a single game in the last five seasons uh. i this guy like anytime someone decides to do a run play he's, he's playing a million miles off the ball like it's just it's absolutely ridiculous we've got eight first round like former first round picks on our defense eight we got Rashawn gary lucas van ness Yo, Quay Walker, Jair Alexander, whenever he deigns to show up, apparently, actually, apparently he deleted all his Packers. Oh, no. uh, Do wait, stuff Jair on Instagram today. Jair Alexander, what? What is up with that guy? It, I, who knows? I, I know, Sean, you've been on this kick about like, yeah, what's up with the Packers yeah. and like every week. Every, like, this is the like, week is they play. Gonna, I, I'm right there with you. It's frustrating. <laughs> it's all very right. annoying. So wait, do the Packers still make the playoffs, Dick Puncher? Before we let you go, oh boy, uh, <laughs> somehow they still have somewhat of a chance. I, it's possible only just because the the teams that they're all, along with are all also terrible. They're competing with, so uh, there's a chance. There's a chance. He's I not, give it. He's not twenty five percent. He's not Quinn. <laughs> not Quinn. Pa- uh, it's plus uh, plus two fifty. Yes, minus three twenty. No, for the Packers. Really? Uh, uh, okay. So if you like the Packers, plus two fifty. Hmm. Well, the Vikings do play the Lions twice, and then the Rams are in right now. If the season ended today, Ryan, <laughs> we I'm might, cashing we, my Tampa Bay have, Bucks nine to one. Sean, I, I was looking. I was going through the portfolio. Uh, oh yeah. One of one of the offshore accounts, and I was like, Jesus Christ! Like, 
uh, the the short oh the, the short price stuff not 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 doing all that well. But man, am the I going to crush shot. some of this long shot stuff? <laughs> you only need to hit a couple. All right, Dick Puncher, appreciate it, man. All right, have a good one, guys. Let all it right. ride. Let it ride. Sounds a little sad. Like he needs to squish his face into a foam cheese piece of cheese. You want to take more callers? Sure. Before we do that, Ryan, real quick, shout out to Game Time. Game Time, perfect uh, holiday gift. Think how many uh, sports fans are in your life. You can only get them so many hoodies, so many shirts, hats, whatever. You need something different. Give them the gift of a live experience game. Uh, maybe you can get tickets uh, to go together to the game. That's always a lot of fun. And if you go to GameTime.co, use the promo code SGPN, twenty dollars off. Last minute tickets with the Game Time app or go to GameTime.co. Game Time makes the perfect holiday gift. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create the account, redeem the code SGPN for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. What I mean, the again, the amount of uh, Lions fans that love us. Uh, easy's here. And I'm imagining, uh, how do you think I would imagine the day went well for him? Yeah, I would, I, would I think mean, so. I, I, he's, he's calling Matt us. Stafford is looking good. He's calling us. So he probably didn't uh, hit his international <laughs> call uh, with like 3000 to one. I think he had a Henry and a, a D hop two touchdowns. So maybe we didn't hit on that, but how was the rest of the day? Easy. Yeah, no, the two touchdown parlay was garbage, but uh, <laughs> I hit pretty much everything else though. Ooh. So it was a pretty good. Day. Hell yeah! Yes. Yeah. What was your uh, What was your best cash? Um, my best cash was probably Isaiah Likely first touchdown. Oh, oh yeah. let's nice go! Job. Yeah, nice right. Job. We're twenty nine minutes into the show, not even touting the Isaiah Likely first touchdown. You, you're generally the tout god, and well, it's and it's you. What do you I, mean? You hit it. Yeah. Uh yeah, so I mean I yeah, my bad. I also, I'll put my hand up. Yeah, let's that, go, baby. <laughs> All right, and go. Action. <laughs> yeah, no, Isaiah likely first touchdown. That was a juicy, uh, nice catch. Get the uh, night going. But yeah, uh what else what else you got that uh jumped out at you? Yeah, well, so on the touting though, I've actually hit four first touchdown bets in a row now. Ooh. Oh my god. Oh. After tonight, yeah. So that's pretty awesome. I hit all three on uh, yesterday, and then I hit the prime time one tonight. <laughs> all right, so yeah. let, let's think about that now. Next time there's a Saturday, you hmm, got a parlay them just in case, because Jesus, man, oh, oh, oh that would have been. That's the kind of shit where I like. It's like when you buy a lottery ticket. It's like seven hundred billion and a trillion three hundred million. When the lottery is a, 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 a massive amount, and you buy that lottery ticket and you start thinking about what you're going to do when you win. Oh yeah, that's that that uh, three for first touchdowns that, that included. Is bonkers. I mean, what, should we calculate what what that would have paid? Just, just so the, it was Gus Edwards, right? Or no, not Gus Edwards. No, it, um, uh, who was the first one? The first one was Chalky, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hang on, I can I can get the ticket pulled up. I know the second one was uh, Trubisky, which was twenty two to one, or at least that's the price yeah. that I had. It was and Trubisky, Laporta. Laporta was then, nine um, to one. Who's the um, Ty, Ty Chandler? Ty Chandler. Yeah, I don't know why I was thinking. Gus Chandler was probably like six to Purple. one or something like that. So the odds that I got Ty Chandler was uh, plus six fifty. Trubisky right. was plus twenty one hundred, and Laporta was plus eleven hundred. Oh, oh, oh my God. 
Oh, don't do this, oh, no. to, don't oh, do this to him, Ryan. Don't it's do this. It's just like the two touchdown do parlay. Don't do it. One up, uh, one thousand nine hundred and seventy-nine to one. My Damn. God. <laughs> and what was this? What was likely? Uh, likely was. He's like fourteen, right? Yeah. I got him at plus thirteen hundred. All right, let's see. So if we had mechanical parlayed that into this, it would be Jesus twenty seven thousand seven hundred nineteen <laughs> to one. All right, God, wow. God status. Well, he's yeah, the- next time I got a parlay. <laughs> <laughs> you can't let him enjoy his uh, well, bet right. We're an educational program. We want to make sure we educate people to. Hey, if you're planning on hitting some first touchdowns, make sure you tie them together. Yeah, exactly. Oh, on the small <laughs> Saturday slate, it's uh, it's best to do. Forget that. about it. All right, thanks for calling in, Easy. Uh, real quick, yeah. I see cereal in here. I'm sure he's oh. queued oh. up to talk next. Yeah, he's probably calling in, saying, he's "Hey, Sean, his medicine. Great pick on locking that's, up the Buffalo Bills. That's why he's a hero." <laughs> well, in two weeks, he can expect what happened tonight to happen again. Oh, a malice in the Detroit, palace part Dallas. <laughs> Someone's got to go down. I like it. I like your laying the smack. Uh, the, You're I, laying the trash talk a couple weeks ahead. We of maybe time. have to do a special like <laughs> call ep- on separate call episode just previewing the game. We have so many Cowboy oh, yeah. and Lions fans in our ranks. All right, easy. Let it ride. Yep. Appreciate y'all. Let it ride. Oh yeah, right. I love that his hey, wait, I gotta talk shit real quick. <laughs> Do you, all right, let's get let's get cereal on and then we'll we'll plow through the games. Cereal, I, I hope everything's okay. That was a that was a tough one. Those savages up up north. They don't know how to treat a fine gentleman from Texas. What's up, fellas? Hey, what's up, cereal? <laughs> what's up, cereal? How are you guys doing? Uh, doing, ah. d- doing great, actually. I'm a little. I'm really. Yeah, you know, I don't even know how to think. Uh, I'm a little lost. Society's letting <laughs> me down the way that we're just enabling all this Italian American hate. Other than that, I feel great. How about you? I mean, I feel all right. It's not like the worst loss. I knew this was going to be the letdown spot. It's just unfortunate that living in upstate New York, I'm going to oh, yeah. oh. grab all week. Oh, that is, that must be the worst because yeah, you're a, you're a Cowboys fan in upstate New York. And now you just got to, uh, and yeah. they're probably I so mean, I'm surrounded by just, all these bills fans. Just all, just, yeah. A lot of screaming, a lot of talk. I mean, and it's going to be years, years until you play them again. Serial. If it, if it helps take away the pain, uh, me and bills mafia had a real healing moment online today, Ryan, there was a lot of you know, uh, oh, cause wow. I, I, well, there had been the some enemy issues. of my enemy is my there, friend. There had been some issues with bills mafia, but we came together today. Not only did I cash down. my lock also got to celebrate uh, a great, great Buffalo bills win. Although very annoying as an Eagles fan, like this is how you beat the Cowboys. You, you run the ball. Uh, Eagles, Eagles weren't uh, willing to do that, but uh cereal doesn't get any easier for you guys next week. You uh, Christmas Eve head down to Miami, square off against the red hot Miami Dolphins. It was seemingly pretty obvious that the Dolphins sat uh, Tua for this Dolphins for this upcoming Cowboys game. How are you feeling? I'm feeling all right, dog. I mean, you're right a little bit. Buffalo did kind of expose us, but listen, how many offensive touchdowns your team scored last week? Zero. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's not compare. <laughs> Let's not compare that one, but yeah, we kind of got exposed. They, I mean, they 
dominated us in time of possession, like 35-24. I mean, the offense didn't show up. And when's the last time you seen Buffalo have like a three to one run to pass? Oh, trust me, I know. The Buffalo Bill uh, my people have stuff bookmarked clearly or yeah. reminder set because well, and Bill's people are re- oh, oh, we can't run in a big game. We can't run when we need to. All right. My bad. Well, and uh if you listen to the prop show, I gave out James Cook uh, receiving ladder, which he was off to a great start. Only got the uh, bottom rung, but even the bottom rung was like plus 140. Uh, oh, also yeah. Kramer g- was a week early. He called the most rushing. Yeah. Yards yeah. <laughs> and then I, I gave out James cook uh, on DFS as well, which was my DFS lineup was, I mean, if it wasn't for like, you know, Mostert and McCaffrey and a couple of these other guys, or uh, honestly, I think the guy who won it had Baker Mayfield underrated, which, um, uh, you know, which is uh crazy. Cause I never would have played Baker underrated part <laughs> of doing a show like this is the the people reminding you of the the bets you almost hit. <laughs> like, yeah, Ryan, remember you you had that last week. Uh, remember that time you almost had a twenty seven thousand to one uh, banger. But yeah, I feel all right going to Miami next week. We'll see how the team does. You know, it's going to be another tough game. But then we, I don't know, Easy's tripping. Listen, we haven't lost a home game in almost two years, dog. You ain't coming to Dallas. There's levels <laughs> oh, to this shit. Wow. Easy. See you in a couple of weeks, dog. But that's a loss there, so we'll get our win. Kramer, I said it last week, man. Listen, you guys must have missed the point. We don't need the conference if they don't win the division. Well, they need is one more loss in the division. Kramer, I'm gonna pull a Joey Bosa. The film is out. <laughs> Just follow the film. Oh. Well, I, I, if there's one thing I trust, the film is also <laughs> out on how to beat Tommy DeVito. Oh, we'll see. I, 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 oh, is he starting next week? You think? We'll see. They, I know he got banged up in the game, so we'll we'll have to see. Are you home next week, Kramer? Uh, I, I'm I'm home. I'm I'm around. Meaning, like, am I in New Jersey? No, no I mean, like, oh. is the Giants at home? Oh, the Giants are not at home. This is a oh, game. Oh, dang! So you're gonna have to deal with Eagles and Zebras next week. Crazy. Uh, yeah, and and it's not been a great place to play. I, we'll see, though. I mean, the the whole Jalen Hurts fumble gate thing. I, I'm re- very very. Puzzled as the one. It seems like the Eagles are falling apart from the inside out. Anyway, any one could pr- only hope, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, keep that, dreaming. That's something we can agree on, Serial. Uh, Quietly in the in the shadows, we can we can agree on the Eagles' demise. But yeah, so yeah, easy. I'll take you up on a little cereal bet too. Ooh, I like. This. Yeah, and I gotta I hear that one. I gotta work on getting you your cereal, but appreciate you calling in, cereal. Let it ride, man. All right, man. Good luck the rest of the way, Kramer. We're gonna need your dog. Come on. All right, I, I, I we're getting one of them. You, you know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Cheers, man. <clears throat> All right, that's it. I, I like how I like how there's uh, some serious hate between the uh, sad week. franchises of Detroit and Dallas. All right, Sean, we made it. No more callers. All right. Uh, let's rattle through the game. Get to the recap. Uh, of course, we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Oh man, love the Underdog Fantasy. Kramer and I are going to be doing some uh, playoff best ball, which is super fun, especially this time of year because uh, you're you're deciding like, hey, is this team going to get in? Uh, it's always that weird thing where like, hey, do you want to play the team that you think might be the one seed because then they have that buy? Uh, you know, the dream is finding those wild card teams that are going to make it to the Super Bowl. Um, super fun conversations, and of course, underdog fantasy. The Pickums uh, gave out some a bunch of winning 
uh, selections didn't uh, cash our like crazy, super spicy plays. But uh, uh, you know, we'll be talking. Um, we'll be talking about the Monday night game here in a little bit. But of course, underdog fantasy promo code SGPN. I, I would say that I have been in the build of picking a team from a conference and then sprinkling a number of bringbacks from the other conference has been an interesting strategy so far. So overloading a squad, basically you want to be able to have that full lineup in the Super Bowl. That's that's the dream. Bengals 27, Vikings 24, push for my lock. Uh, yeah, like I mentioned on the pregame show, a couple of moments while I was doing my Christmas shopping, uh, you know, <laughs> they were wrapping up my wife's gift and I yelled, "Let's fucking go" cuz in overtime, they uh, I forget who had that catch, but he broke the tackle and it seemed they didn't have the safety in the frame. So it looked like he had daylight was going to run it in win and cover, but uh got the win. A nice comeback win. I feel like we were kind of right about Mullins, Ryan. Like he had some really bad turnovers. Uh they just kind of they got off to a little bit of a hot start and then they had the pick six called back. So there were Did you think he was a clear upgrade over Dobbs? Yeah. Yeah. Well, eh, I don't know. I mean, the running yeah. game was I thought like tight the the fact that they came out and immediately were smashing the ball down. The well, they were throw. very good over the middle of the field. Like I said, I cashed my Hawkinson prop uh, that I gave out, even though I was on the Bengals All right, minus so three. This was his th- his stat line: twenty six of thirty three for three hundred and three yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Yeah, I thought he, he was took three sacks for twenty two yards. I thought he was very aggressive, and that worked. You know, and we saw both ends of it with the turnovers, and then with the. Uh, with the, some sack fumbles, with um, the interception, so do, do high they, variance. Do they sniff beating the Lions? Vikings? Yeah, yeah. It's a division game. I think anything could happen because I do think that defense was pretty good. Um, like the defense, I think is kind of coming around. I thought Jake Browning played a pretty good game. It was a little slow in the first half, but um, yeah, I thought he. I mean, that was a nice comeback by them. Nice win by the <laughs> two two teams that are scheduled to make the playoffs. Or, or around playoff contention, where it's like, oh, all right, I guess if they make the what are they going to ten, 10 point dogs and whatever their matchup is, who Vikings? I, Vikings or Bengals? Oh, want I, nothing to do with oh, either. I'll one. take I'll take the Bengals and the points on the road against yeah. someone. Yeah, okay. I like this. I mean, oh, they okay. have some weakness, especially middle of the field, um, t- tight ends. But if they don't play a, a team without an elite tight end, I like this Bengals team. All right. Indianapolis Colts 30, uh Steelers 13. Uh, Steelers got out to a 13 nothing lead and then just completely unraveled. <laughs> I mean, Mitch Trubisky. Well, 30 30 point straight points is completely the definition of unraveling. Yeah, uh Tomlin punting on like instead of kicking a 56-yard field goal or going for it. You're like fourth and 5 on the opponent's side of the ball. Like it, it was it's been a tough year for Tomlin. That being said, they are still seven and seven. They will finish somehow nine and eight. Decker, who do you want, Tomlin or <laughs> Belichick next year? Oh, he wants Belichick. <laughs> it is. He funny. loves Belichick. Decker's all in on Belichick. Uh, th- this, yeah, this game went exactly as I thought it would. Trubisky was not very good. Uh, Detroit Lions forty-two, Denver seventeen. Did get my uh, Russell Wilson anytime touchdown. Denver, I think that third road game really got to him. Nice bounce back game. Hats off to the Lions. D- Sam Dan- Laporta three touchdowns. Dan Campbell really wanted that one. Yeah, he did. M- way more than Sean Payne. 
Yeah. Well, Sean Payton screaming at Russell Wilson. Was that the worst offensive offside call of the weekend? Again, I was trying to. Uh, we got distracted, but I was trying to put uh, offensive offsides in the locker oh. because no one wants these calls. Like, what are we doing? There are calls that don't impact the game. The fans don't want these called. I I I know it, the the officials got like butt hurt that the Chiefs called them out so much. And it's a weird thing because one, the Chiefs should stop whining, but also I do agree with their point overall that this is not a call to be made. It just isn't. It's stupid. It's it's like it doesn't impact the play. You know, uh, a guy having his hand slightly over in the neutral zone on the offensive side does not impact it. If it's super egregious, sure. But like last year when it was called three times, no one was like, they need to change the rule. Like, no, no one cared. This well, is so stupid. And the reality is that the Kadarius Tony version is was was really egregious, and the rest that that the the rest of these calls have not been. And and no, the, they show that side. They show the pylon cam or whatever right down the line. You don't see anything, and you're like, what the fuck? Kadarius Tony says it's your job. To, it's not the rules' fault though, Sean. So <laughs> we don't we don't want to throw the offensive offsides in the locker. We want to throw. The, why is the league not fixed this? Just don't call it. Yeah, very easy. They're coming after the Eagles. That's why. No, it started with the tush push. I swear no, to I'm, God. I, no, I'm being serious. Okay, yeah, it started with that. They've called it twice on Jason. What Kelsey. did Jeffrey Lurie do? We know what John, what Mara did. They, with his they've shit called talk. it twice on Jason Kelsey for his own hand, uh, which is impossible. It's the center, and they're they're considering having Kelsey wear a different glove color because they they look down the line and they think it's the uh, guard's hand. Two separate times they've been called offensive offsides when it was Jason Kelsey's hand in the neutral zone. Well, and once again, you're proud. They're, they're probably we probably need to have a rule where it, gray area. Let's let's just this is a not not a non consequential penalty. You just tell them, yeah. What's the advantage you're getting? So in the case of the tush push, the advantage you would be gaining, uh, being equal with the ball or slightly past it is that you you're gaining yardage advantage. Right. But as the center, you're allowed to put your hand in the neutral zone. Yeah. <laughs> because it's your hand. Yeah. I, I don't know this, this, but you know, the defense can move the offense. Can't there, there's, there's weird fucking rules there. Maybe they need to unpack some of these like hundred year old rugby rules. A lot of these are like rugby scrum related probably. Uh, game of the year, Carolina Panthers nine, Atlanta Falcons seven. I mean, Ryan, uh, Desmond Ritter, uh, he's neck and neck with uh, Price Young. Worse, because in my head I'm like, okay, all they needed to do is get a field goal here with this drive, and then in my head I'm like, all right, how is Desmond Ritter gonna fuck this up? Horrific interception, throws it right to the guy. Um. And this is a game, yeah. Panthers won, and someone on the like CBS or someone say like, yeah, this is the best they've looked. They looked horrible in a win, zero touchdowns, and that's your best game. It's embarrassing, and I feel bad for Falcons fans because they have a lot of talent, minus the quarterback and minus the head coach. Arthur Smith is a horrific head coach. <laughs> Um, I know there was a report that said, Hey, if he, as long as they don't go in a downward spiral, these last few games, he's coming back. Losing to the Panthers is a downward spiral and they're going to be another seven and 10 team. I said it when we started the the preview. So they're going to end up seven and 10. Like they are every year. They'll be lucky to get more touting. I mean, Ryan, they're bad. 
Yeah. That you can't lose to the Panthers. No, it's just that simple. And you can't have Desmond Ritter throw that an interception. How all right, I, I figured real quick, because Bryce Young got a second win. Congratulations to him. Just let, here are the quarterbacks that entered the National Football League in twenty twenty three. You ready for this? Yep. Bryce Young first. Okay. CJ Stroud, Anthony Richardson, again, hater, clearly better than Bryce Young. Will Levis, hater. I'm a hater of him, clearly better than Bryce Young. Hendon Hooker. We haven't seen him play. Would who would you rather have? Hendon Hooker? Or I'd rather have the mystery. <laughs> Give me the mystery. Mystery box. He's on Detroit. We'll find out. Jake Hayner. It's tough. He's on New Orleans. Have we seen him play? No. Not so maybe so that's his push. All right. Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett. Um uh, he might be dead. Yeah, he could be. Maybe they're high. Is that why they're not talking? Aiden O'Connell, end of oh, the fourth round. Come on. <laughs> Dude's winning games. What are we talking about? Uh, Clayton Toon. Put up sixty three. Has I, I think he's outscored he outscored um fucking Bryce Young that oh, I'm yeah. gonna look that up. Who has more points? Bryce Young all season or Aiden O'Connell? Yeah. Raiders put up 63 points. Now, Aiden O'Connell, four passing touchdowns. How many? T- oh, there's no way Bryce Young is thrown for four <laughs> touchdowns in a game. Oh, no. I'm saying all year. I, Does I'm, he have four passing touchdowns all year? It's, dude, no, I, he I'll, doesn't have double digits. He I'll doesn't have under. double digits. This is a great stat. Ryan, how many passing touchdowns does uh, Bryce Young have? Uh, we're in what, week 15? So he's played 14 games. Miss one game. 13 games. He's got to be averaging less than so. I'll, yeah, I'll say uh, eight. Um, sorry, I was I was trying to add. Oh, wow. I was gonna he's, add in today's, oh. but he didn't throw for one today. Uh, nine Plus touchdowns. The, oh, nine touchdowns. Dang, I was close. Clayton Tune. Would you take Clayton Tune over Bryce Young? Uh, probably Bryce Young. Well, you're maybe. paying less for. Are we factoring salary? Yep, that's true. I'll take Tune. Uh, and the fact that you traded DJ Moore. Uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson. Would you take DJ Moore and Clayton Tune yeah. over Bryce? I, yeah, Dorian Tom and Robin, Thompson Robinson yes. and DJ Moore. Yes. Sean Clifford on the Packers. We've yep. not seen him. He was a fifth. He was round scrappy traffic. at Penn State. Jaron Hall, Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Not good enough to beat out Josh Dobbs. Maybe a little. We don't know there. Uh, wow, so many quarterbacks. Tanner McKee. He looked pretty good in the preseason. Okay. Yeah. Take, I'll take him, him over Bryce Young. Yeah, sure. And, well, and you get DJ Moore. No, oh, yeah. Okay, you get definitely. DJ Moore. Max Duggan. We didn't get to yeah, see him play. Definitely. Uh Tyson Bajan. Oh, 100%. and you know who the uh, he was, of course, undrafted. You know who the other undrafted quarterback in this class was? Tommy DeVito. Oh, yeah. I mean, these are guys that won games, Ryan. Yeah. Um, they looked pretty similar against the Saints, too, so. Hard, uh, to, hard to tell them. Speaking apart. of random quarterbacks, Joe Flacco, <laughs> he's twenty seventeen over the Chicago Bears. Oh my God, the Bears played such a good game in Cleveland, and you just kind of knew, hey, they're gonna, <laughs> they're the Bears, they're gonna fuck this up. Yep. Uh, we got it there as a push, although I don't know, did this close two and a half anywhere? Yeah. Okay. They, it was out in, when we were out in uh, at the circuit. It was two and a half. Oh, nice. Yeah, I. I that's. I have a two and a half ticket that will be uh, cashing. And when do we go back, go back out? So, so yeah, I mean, certainly there were two and a halfs out there because all the sharps. Oh yeah. 
Well, the the Chicago plus three and a half one. So this is one of those annoying examples <laughs> where people CLV. get to, people get to lecture you about how if you took the three and a half, you'd win both ways. All right, I get it. You didn't bet both sides. Relax. Uh, Green Bay Packers twenty, Tampa Bay Bucks thirty four. This was a uh, Baker Mayfield statement game. Rashad White uh, probably won people a lot of money. Fantasy DFS. Uh, they just look pretty sharp offensively. Certainly, this is a hell of a win for the Bucks. Yeah, because it. I I want on the road in Lambeau, tough spot. All right, so have you looked at the divisional odds since? since, All right, so to win the division, because this this is how big this result is. The Bucks are now minus one sixty five. What? Oh my god! What was that preseason? Ten to one, eight to one, somewhere Uh, in that range. No, I I got it nine to one, but then I think it got up to ten or eleven to one. Uh, when they had those offensive line injuries, Bucks minus one sixty five, Saints plus one ninety five, Falcons now basically out of it plus seven fifty. Falcons would need to win out to have a chance. So uh, n- we're not going to talk about it because we don't brag about the CLV. But boy, uh, Bucks getting that win in the cold, Baker. He's going to let us down, but boy, that was fun. Do I? I well, again, you look at the teams of the South. Who do you really want in the playoffs? We got to have one. I want to see Baker. Yeah, give me Baker in a playoff spot. Give oh, me hundred percent. Give me oh, Baker. Baker with a home playoff game. Kitchen sink. Todd Bowles. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not just Tom Brady. Houston Texans nineteen. Uh, Tennessee Titans sixteen. This is a weird game. Titans felt like they probably should have won this. Houston was hanging around. Um, yeah, Davis Mills. Everyone thought he was going to start. He didn't. Case Keenum did. Keenum had eh, looked at, had a couple moments. Yeah, I, I, I mean, Will Levis is Will Levis. Like couple cannon throws, couple bad choices. Derrick Henry does kind of hit the wall here. Oh, and don't forget the the. I mean, Keenum threw a touchdown to the Titans too. Yeah, you're so. right. That was their only. Uh, and so I think this. You know the story here to me is D'Amico Ryan's that defense coming along muy rapido, and Case Keen- clearly they put Case Keenum in there because they felt like Case Keenum had the higher floor, and they felt like they were going against a team that they could manage on offense, and they probably didn't. You know the the pick six was probably the thing they were trying to avoid with Case yeah. Keenum, and even with that, they still got it done. And and the the best part about Case Keenum is he st- he whatever you want to call the Baker scrappiness. Like he's like a homeless version of that where he, he does give them a fighter's chance. And maybe it's just the guys around him. Like clear. Maybe it's just the locker room is like, well, we know this guy's better. We're not going to play hard for Davis mills. But I told you, Sean, you would be in a, a, you'd be an annoyed situation when you were laying points with will Levis on -hmm. Sunday. I don't think it was as bad uh, as the score might indicate, but it was like a slow burn because it was just like one field goal at a time. They slowly just started getting back in it, get it back in it, and Tennessee couldn't do shit. De- Derrick Henry, you you said it might be over. Derrick Henry looks like a if you like, hey, um, I I wish I could be six foot two, two hundred forty pounds and play in the NFL, but not get any advanced athleticism. Yeah, <laughs> he he's he has no speed. He, his quick got completely gone, stuck in the mud. Do they put him down after this? Is Derrick Henry on an NFL roster next year? Yeah. 
He's not a guy that's going to quit, and someone will give him a shot. You don't think he's invested well? No, I think he has. Got another Dogecoin. I think he. I think he likes playing football. All right. I just. I don't know if he can play football anymore. Eh. I. I think. I think. Yeah. I. I don't. I think he's going to struggle, but I think someone will still give him a chance. And Texans, real quick, division. Another division price conversation, real quick. We kind of touched on this Veasan live uh, a couple weeks ago, Sean. But now the Jags are down to minus one forty. Texans plus two sixty. Colts plus three fifty. Jags lose. The other two teams win. Interesting, ang- interesting situation brewing here in the South, and it's looking more and more like one of them might be a wild card team. Well, and breaking news, Ryan. Uh, Trevor Lawrence placed in the concussion protocol. Oh no. Where's his baseline at? (laughs) I don't know. CJ Stroud didn't make it out. No. Which, you know, there was the whiteboard talk during draft season. Saints 24, Tommy DeVito and the Giants six. Giants never really got off the bus, huh? Ah, what are you gonna do? You can't win them all. Can't (laughs) win them all. Well, it was is this tough, Ryan? Because you were you were buying back in, you were calculating playoff odds. No, this was I think I even said it on our preview. This was the this was going to be the clear like next best test after the Cowboys for Tommy DeVito. And it, it, I I would say he didn't pass it, but he made he still made some nice throws. And there were times where even I heard you saying, "You got to make that catch for Tommy." No, the receivers really didn't help him. Um yeah, and I as the week went on and everyone was on the Giants, that was certainly trouble. That's the other thing. Like fuck off. <laughs> get get out of here. Forget about it. No, yeah, good. forget about the Giants. Go away. Uh, you know what helps the draft pick? So cool, but you know, I think, I think what what needed to be done, Tommy's already taken care of. Hmm. He's so, already established himself as the franchise. No, no, forward. no. But the like what you were saying, like the catastrophic thing that can happen at at the end of a season. Say like going for like uh, a QB sneak on third down and then going for a QB sneak again on fourth down. And, and then at the press conference afterwards, completely losing your mind and blaming everything that isn't your program. And then all of a sudden Joe judge goes from, he's going to be safe for another year to fired. Mm. And so I I think, yeah, he instilled some like, Hey, we're going to fight back. You know, the shit that like, if you lose eight straight, like shit gets bad fast. I mean, look at Carolina that went from a blossoming, like how complimentary were people of that organization in the off season? Oh, Frank Reich. Oh, they're going to do the right thing. And oh, he's going to be given shit's already blown up. Like that's the stuff you're trying to avoid there. So yeah, Tommy DeVito backup quarterback of the future. He should be competing for the job. Yes. Oh, now wow. if he beats the Eagles, I'll have a different opinion of it. Uh, Dolphins 30 jet zero. Uh, is Robert Sala a good co- Why is Robert Sala a good coach? Uh, I mean, again, I think having Aaron Rodgers for the full season would have been the real test. Sure, and and maybe this is the same question you just asked me about the Giants. But are are the Jets dangerously close to like sliding to a point where players might not? I mean, you don't have a quarterback option. What are you going to do the last three weeks? Yeah, I think uh, Tim Boyle maybe back. These guys suck. Like they suck so bad that Zach Wilson clearly looked like an upgrade. And then uh, clearly. Zach Wilson got knocked out of the game. So clearly tough looked times like for them. Waddle uh, and, and Mostert, Ryan. I mean, it would have almost been good for us to be. Pl- we're we're on a fantasy Don't, playoff. Do not buy say week. that. You told me buys are good. 
We we didn't we didn't have a game this week. Not even thinking about what the score would have been. Oh no, it it actually wouldn't have been that good because we oh, okay. Justin Fields is our quarterback. That loser. He got outscored by Case Keenum, who, by the way, how are we uh, fifty nine minutes into the show and I didn't tout back to back big boy championships <laughs> in the DFS streets. Wow, with Case Keenum, right? Case That's Keenum impressive. as my quarterback, razor sharp. Play the sound drop for me. Razor sharp. How many four, points did you four thousand dollar quarterback? Four thousand dollars. What was your DFS uh, once lineup? and also back to back weeks where uh, the big boy lineup that I did not fire off in the millimaker outscored my millimaker lineups. So uh, good on me. The one the lineup I gave out on uh, our podcast uh, one hundred and fifty six, I put up. Okay. What did you uh, win the big boy with? Uh, my the lineup I. Gave out on the show also was one fifty six. That's funny. Really? Um, with Kyler, uh, one seventy nine. Woo! You want to hear the lineup? Quick uh, crowbar in. No, all right. <laughs> it's Case Keenum, four thousand at quarterback. <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Kansas City Chiefs twenty seven, New England Patriots seventeen. It's a baby fucking wheel, man. Not necessarily the prettiest win for the Chiefs, but they get it done. Uh, Rashi Rice, I uh, was, I was on him. Um, the the ending of the game was very funny because there was like thirty seconds, forty seconds left. They're up, obviously twenty seven seventeen. Uh, Chiefs elect not to kick a field goal, uh, and they just kneel the ball. And then, and then the Patriots, they have timeouts. They're down 10 points. I mean, granted they're on their own 15 yard line. They just run the ball once and then call it a day. <laughs> okay, let's get out of I've here. never seen a team quit like that. Uh, Belichick led team. Uh, he's definitely done. If, if you were on the fence of him being done or not, where, so where is his next job there? The rumors of him having something already set up. Do you believe him? Like he's already got a landing spot. Mm. Um. I don't know. I mean, I don't think he's gonna have trouble finding a job, so I'm sure he's gonna weigh his options. Uh, all yeah, Chiefs. Eh, the, the, I to me, this is another game where it's like, man, this Chiefs team. I I don't know. I I do not have an opinion on what to do with them when the playoffs get here, because I you know they're still the Chiefs, but man, yeah, that Patriots team sucks. Like they got they got beat by Tommy DeVito and the Giants. With that, with a with a messed up offensive line, <laughs> like that, that was a bad loss. Uh, and it, I would say in the first quarter, I was feeling pretty good about the idea that the Patriots could win the game outright. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, they were they kind of Chiefs were playing like shit. It was a classic, <laughs> like just messy game. They just did not look good. Not no one was really playing well. It does seem like a Rash, R- Rashi Rice is the guy now, but and and Kelsey got like. Got popped, and so you uh, know. Uh, little side note, Ryan, for the TMZ crowd, well, the the, uh, the um, one of the uh, they did shots of the uh, of Taylor Swift, you know, because they have to do the shots of the Taylor Swift, and uh, the one of the uh, one of the people in the Taylor Swift box was a guy I know from stand up from back in the day. So. Ryan, you know a guy who knows a guy who knows Taylor Swift. So feel free to tell that with your wife. Is that powerful? Is that going to help? Taylor our, Swift is. Let's uh, let's get some of that new uh, maybe, heights juice on our yeah, podcast. All man. right, I'll t- I'll see I if we did. can get her plugged into the Swifties. <laughs> I did text the the number I had for him, and I said, "Hey, say hi to Taylor for me." 
And the person wrote back, uh, I think you have the wrong number. So oh, he must nice. at some point between when I was hanging out with him and when he became super famous, he must have changed his number. Or that's what he was told to respond <laughs> if someone asked about hanging that could out with also Taylor be. Swift. Play it cool. Play it cool. Uh Kramer, 49ers, 45. My 49ers, like I said, all over this, all over the 49ers all the time. I mean, you know, get, get as many 49ers futures as you can, load up on them to win the Super Bowl. Uh, they cruise by the uh, Arizona Cardinals 45 29. If Kyler Omo only didn't get hurt for that little bit, he had a scramble, Sean, where he was just looking like a gymnast running down to do the, the, <laughs> the vault. He also got hurt. Uh, there was both. There were two. His arms don't gym. ever come up higher than his hips. He's just running like <laughs> hands are down low. No, it's like, it's, it's Yo, like this. I, you have to stand yeah. up to do it. It is very funny. Uh, he is very quick though, because his much, tiny legs are. Yeah, moving. not much to take away. They, they Cardinals kind of hung around, but. Um, oh, we were so close to having Sam Darnold, and I, I would have had a, I, I oh, just if Sam, because if Sam Darnold like wins a playoff game, it completely devalues Brock Purdy's entire season. Oh, know? it's great. But who knows? Maybe with his high baseline, he uh, whatever happened to his head will leave a lasting effect. Hopefully not though. Rams 28 uh Washington uh Commanders Redskins Foreskins Oh wow. 20. I haven't heard that in a while. Uh yeah, our friend of the program Sully when he was <laughs> ever he was mad at the team, he would call them the Foreskins. <laughs> this was a uh nice win by the Rams. They got up big. They were up 28 to 7 kind of in cruise control. And they actually put Jacoby Brissett in. Jo- Jacoby Brissett this is very funny. So J- Jacoby Brissett bomb to uh, I think it was uh, McLaurin, McLaurin touchdown, and then another bomb to uh, might have been Samuel uh, out at the one. So it was like they had it was four thirty left in the game. They were on the one yard line, and, and they were down. Um, they were down at that point fourteen points. So you're like, all right, quick score, right back in this, plenty of time. They run a play, don't get it. Run a play, don't get it. Penalty. Uh, they got to third down. Then they got defensive pass interference. More plays. More play. They they're like they're substituting. They're running time off the clock. They ran eight plays from that original one yard line, and then they finally scored. But when they scored, it was under the two minute warning, and then they scored. And in my head, I'm like, oh shit. Because I have a nice size ticket here on Rams minus six and a half, the thing to do is go for two. Uh, the the card tells you to go for two. They're gonna go for two, <laughs> and then it's gonna be twenty two twenty eight, and then the Commanders are gonna backdoor this. This is gonna be so annoying. And then I see Jacoby Brissett jog off the field. I'm like, yes, I love you, Ron Rivera, going for the field goal. You think or rocking chair points. Ron's gonna go for the? But listen, and then and they li- go to kick the extra point and it gets blocked. Oh, well, was I was going to say little, little do, do they know too. They have a quarterback sneak specialist who, by I think he failed earlier. Jacoby Reset, yeah, he did uh, fail. On <laughs> he, the quarterback he, sneak. he was dynamite on those uh, those. Was it the Colts? Dolphin? He, a couple, yeah, it was. A uh, it was during the um, Philip Rivers Colts year where they would bring him in. Uh, Philip doesn't do QB sneaks. <laughs> Didn't they also bring him in for the hail mary? <laughs> yeah, Philip. Philip's arm was tired. <laughs> Uh Bills 31, Cowboys 10. Oh, uh, this is beautiful. Bills just totally fucking destroyed him. James Cook going off. Uh, Bills had a 
they had a hair up their ass. They played great football. Uh, ran all over him with James Cook. He got involved in the passing game. It was uh, just awesome overall. And Ryan, we gave out the uh, Dak interception ladder on Veasan. Did get the solo interception, but man, there was like oh. five dropped interceptions by the Bills, or at least like really close ones that yeah. we were so close to getting the multi interceptions. Felt a little bit robbed there. Yeah, felt a little bit robbed. Oh, uh, we might have to come back to it. Uh, last game of the slate Sunday night, kind of a eh, not that ended up not being that interesting of a game. Twenty three seven, Ravens get the win. Isaiah likely cashes for the first uh, first touchdown bet. I mean, the Jags had so many opportunities. They missed a couple field goals, uh, and then that play right before half, where they get it down to the ten yard line, and then instead of spiking it, they go for a quick pass. Um, but it's a completion inbounds. They don't have any timeouts and the clock expires. So that right there, you knew, all right, Jags aren't winning. They're not covering. And then, and then the other play, of <laughs> course, Lamar Jackson did throw his interception, but the Trevor Lawrence, like uh, unforced fumble was just an all time fuck up. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is like, I don't know how to describe him. Cause he has some moments where it's like, Man, look at that zip on that ball. Look at that placement, and then a lot of just like, whoa, what were you thinking there, Trevor? He's kind of like Lamar. Yeah, I mean, it, but Lamar, the the running is a huge thing. No, no, but I'm saying like, if you just think about the decision making, yeah, there there are these moments where it's like you go from because when Trevor Lawrence is on, there's <clears throat> he can make every throw. He can look like the best quarterback in the league in terms of arm talent, uh, in terms everything, and then he'll just throw it right to the other team, and you're like, "What the fuck was that?" Josh Allen is probably a better comp. Lamar, it's almost more expected, and here we are, another game, Sean and Lamar and the Ravens had greater than seventy five percent win probability in the fourth quarter. I, they're very I, to me this they're they're like the very clear standout. In the AFC, I think they're going to get the one seed. I think we're going to be talking about the Ravens coming off a bye against someone. But they're going to lose next week, Ryan. They play the Super Bowl champ 49ers. So I, I don't know what the spread is. You can't. <laughs> this is. I assume. Uh, have you seen the spread for Niners Ravens? I assume it's like 13 and a half, something like that. Are you Niners? This is. Um, I like what you're doing. Has it. Does it make you feel better? 49ers only laying five points. Wow, I'm assuming that's a typo. I sh- it's probably 15. So, you Ravens are going to get their ass kicked on the West Coast, and that's going to. I think how weird would it be, Ryan, when the uh, Dolphins have the number one seed in the AFC? But the Dolphins and Ravens play the following week. Yeah. See, I, this is where I think you take your Lamar hate too far. Have you watched Tua recently? He's made some nice throws, but He's Jesus, balling, dude. but He's Jesus. Balling. He, some of those sideways throws are just out of control. The Ravens defense are going to do. I, I Lamar doesn't have Tyreek Hill. I love, I love how much position I have on the, the Ravens to get the one seed. Your hate towards Lamar is out of control. All right. Let's talk uh, some Monday night prop bets. Before we do that, shout out to hall of fame bets, head over to HOFbets.com. Use the promo code SGPN. Love me some hall of fame bets. You get 50% off your first month. Uh, you can, uh, Op, do the uh, parlay optimizer. You can do the deep dive. The data deep dive is super fun. It's uh, it's very easy to see. Like, hey, how many times has uh, you know, 
Devonta Smith had a catch over 22 and a half yards, stuff like that. They got you covered. Very fun, very easy to use. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com. Promo code SGPN. Would you like to go first, Sean? Sure. Uh, first up, the the price is not out for this. I'm sure we'll post tomorrow. We have a little uncertainty at the quarterback position. Uh, actually, on both sides, because uh, you know uh, Jalen Hurts is dealing with an illness. I think he's going to play. I'd be pretty surprised if he doesn't. But you never know. So we'll see. Um, they do list his props. They don't list uh, any for. Gino you don't Smith. seem very confident. Your confidence is, seems very low. Well, I, I'm not a doctor, right? No, I, I know they downgraded him to questionable. But you've been an injury. You've been a break. You've broken a lot of you know guys being in and out this year. Yeah, I'm going to say if I had to guess right now, I'm going to say he's going to play. Okay. But you know the fact. You, so you don't want to break that though. You don't want to stake your. No, I I'll I put it out when you're a journalist. I get. I it. put it out when it's 100, percent and that's why I'm batting. Yeah, you have integrity. We yeah. have integrity. You know, you, you, you need to maintain perfection. So I only, I pick my spots. You're trying to, you're trying to jam me up into a spot where I can't get guarantee perfection. So I'm not going to fall for it. Nice try though. Ryan. Well done. Uh, well done. What I do like Gino Smith to throw an interception. So whatever, what do you think with this price would be Ryan? His groin is currently bothering him. That's why it's, there's a chance. Um, there is against a, it's this, like a decent chance against an uh, league average defense. I would say it would be minus one fifty. Okay. So against the Eagles, maybe minus one twenty. Oh wow, okay. Like what you did there. Yeah. I will say this. Yeah. There's a little uh there's been some rumbling. Half the audience won't know that I just made fun of the Eagles. That's what do cool. you mean? Our audience is smart. <laughs> Especially the Eagles fans, right? Um <laughs> the uh the the Eagles have a new defensive coordinator essentially. Matt Patricia <laughs> is the new defensive coordinator. Got rid of uh old uh, old Desai there. It's very weird. Like they let, uh, they haven't officially named him the defensive coordinator, but they took away his play call. He doesn't have a parking <laughs> spot anymore. He's like a DC <laughs> cuck. It's it's very weird. He technically does still have the title of defensive coordinator, but Matt Patricia is calling all the plays. I, I don't know what to make of this. I think, as much as I'm critical of Desai and his play calling so far, they sent him to the booth too. It, it feels like a weird move to pull. At this point in the season, but that being said, Patricia as a defensive coordinator was pretty damn good. I mean, you could say it's because he was working with Belichick and had his players, but you look at his track record um, of the defenses he coached in New England; they were pretty good. Well, I mean, certainly you got to wonder if it was Belichick because no one really had success once they left Belichick. I and think they've, they've had success as coordinators. I would. Uh, oh, that's fair. I would say also this is odd because you know Sean Desai was getting a lot of roses coming over from Seattle last year. A lot of people talking about his innovative, innovative approaches, blah blah blah. And it does feel like a, a little bit there has been a decent amount of like explainable injuries and things of that nature that could maybe lead to your defense not not performing at a top level. And so for an organization that is as relatively stable. To make a react, seemingly reactive move like this, especially to a noted weirdo. I mean, I, you can you can spin this however you want, Sean. The one thing that you know, I know, everyone knows is that Matt Patricia doesn't get along with his players. 
and you you certainly seem to have a locker room. Well, I I don't know if that necessarily works because Sirianni seems like he's quite the opposite. That's good to have balance. Sure, absolutely. But everywhere Patricia's gone, he has worn his relationships thin, and so. But he did. I mean, again. But, but what does did, it show your team when you take the guy out that helped build this thing and you replace him with the? When did when did Patricia get there? Like, did he get hired before the start of the season? Um. Yeah, I mean, he was there in the off season. Oh, okay, it's it, it yeah, it seems like a strange thing because certainly the pl- it's not like there's going to be players who have a better relationship with Matt Patricia. That would be my angle. Eh, uh, you don't know that, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, dude, I mean the the entire team was out on on Desai, so to say to say that some players favored um, Patricia over Desai, I don't How think is crazy. The whole team, then why uh, yeah. why would they get rid of him if the players weren't uh, out on his play calling? I. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine you if the don't players wanna, if you, the players liked his play calling and they were getting along with him, they he would still be the defensive coordinator. Maybe I mean I I would imagine the players don't make the decisions for the Eagles, but I, uh, that would be concerning if they were because that would feel a little even more reactionary because they're players, right? But I do think there were some players that did not like to sign his play calling. Okay. So to say that spending um, that more more. More, uh, more likely that these guys are now clinging to Matt Patricia. I'm saying that's unlikely. That's all. Like I'm not. I, I doubt anyone was is like. I don't know how you could be stoked to go to Matt Patricia. I guess mid season. Okay, it, it, it I, I feels think the, like a, I think there are probably some people that would appreciate a guy who is way more experienced than Desai, and his play calling. Okay. I mean, they were. I mean, they. You know, like Bayard called him out and was like, "Hey, I want the players to do the scouting for this upcoming week." When vets like that are calling out your defensive coordinator, that's I don't not think good. No, that's why they changed it. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. It could, it could, it could not work. But the defense is really in a bad spot. Um, all that being said, but like you said too, why not fire him then? I think it's. I, I don't know. I. I We'll see what happens. It's probably like a money thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think they, I think they probably want him to resign. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't. There's clearly other stuff going on behind the scenes. They reported that he did not quote carry himself with confidence, and players started to feel that. Yeah, but that you don't. You got to get that out of you. You can't just let that linger around. You got to. That's set. why he's up in the booth and he's not involved in the play calling. Uh, no, I yeah, but he to was, your, again he was, to your point, why he was are getting you? boxed out of team meetings, right? Oh, well, that's then. What are you doing with him? No, they probably they probably will end up firing. Him. Okay, I mean, I don't know why they keep him around for the rest. Yeah, of the that's year. what you get for hiring a guy with a philosophy and political science degree, <laughs> minor in biology from Boston University. All right, loser. Uh, I'm giving. I'm trying to give out my prop. Sorry, Ryan derails it with his uh, his his ramblings. Uh, it seems you know, it's just a lot of questions. Geno Smith, he has four um, four games against the New England Patriots, from what I could tell. Most of those probably uh, DC'd by Matt Patricia. Five interceptions. Geno Smith throws a pick. I mean, he's pretty good for a pick anyway. So give me Geno Smith interception. And you're saying there's no price on this yet? No, because or, I, it seems like he's going to start. I think so, but. Uh, there was also reports that like the groin was bothering him. I don't know. 
There's been a lot of late groins. I I can quickly try to see if uh, let's see let's see if we have a Gino uh, estimated price. Okay, so here we go. Yeah, I think I think I'll stick with my. I'll say like minus one twenty five. Cool. Lock it up. Gino Smith to throw a pick. Kramer. Like a homer play. All right. I think I will go. Let's start with the obvious one. No offense. Over. 21 and a half receiving yards. Uh, you can find this over at underdog also, Sean. Uh last 3 kind of had had a nice little surge. He's gone over that number in all 3. And the Eagles continue to sit a bottom the league in defending the tight end and I doubt That was in the desire, right? True, but I doubt defending the pri- tight end will be a priority in this matchup where the the Seahawks are able to put DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett and Jackson Smith and Jigba out there. Little Jake Bobo sprinkled in. So I I I doubt the tight end will be the And like I said, he's gone over the past 3 games in tougher matchups. Eagles of course 32nd TVOA against the tight end. No offense over 21 and a half receiving. Give me Devonta Smith longest catch over 22 and a half. He's gone over this uh 7 of his last 10 games. Seattle not good against the deep ball. Fourth highest completion percentage to the deep ball. I I know the Eagles maybe will dink and dunk a little bit more here, but I still think Devonta Smith in this matchup in particular will be the guy getting the deep ball. So yeah, give me Devonta Smith over 22 and a half longest catch. I don't know if I would. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I can say that. I definitely like Devonta Smith in this game and it might be some of the dink and dunk stuff. I, I like, yeah, he could get it yards after the catch. Too. I like the over four and a half receptions, or if you're, if you're throwing this into an underdog entry, that seven and a half targets, uh, the Seahawks are 27, the DVOA against the number two wide receiver. I do think they're going to have to focus on AJ Brown. He's going to be a tough matchup for whoever they throw on him. And if you look at what Devonta Smith's done again, in in a way, I almost like the targets better in this game. Um, you know, who who knows if Jalen's feeling a hundred percent? Maybe there's some weather in the game that causes some unfortunate uh, drops or incomplete passes. So again, if you're making the underdog entry, Sean, seven and a half targets. Ha- how uh, how many times you think Devonta Smith has not gone over seven and a half targets? I'm I'm sure you know this because you you looked at it earlier as well. Uh, how many times Devonta Smith not hit seven and a half targets? Three games. Well, if we we'll we'll go back six games to be reasonable. He's not he's gone under twice, but hmm. the last four he's gone over. So. All right. He's also gone over those games uh, in the four and a half catch prop. That's why a little bit correlated. So one goes with the other. Next, uh, Jalen Hurts over one and a half passing touchdowns. <laughs> Seahawks have let up five passing touchdowns past two games. Seahawks twenty seventh in pass defensive DVOA. Eagles offense due for uh, yeah I don't know they're due to get right here. I mean the 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 fumbling in the opponent's red zone that kind of stuff. I I think they're due to correct some of this, and I think if Hertz is feeling a little bit under the weather, I think you would see it more in his running, like maybe sitting back and throwing a little bit more, even than he does normally. So uh, maybe even some quick passes near the goal line. So give me Jalen Hurts over one and a half passing touchdowns. Jackson Smith and Jigba, again, same similar logic to the no no offense. 
that area of the field seems to be exploited. I mean, honestly, this is a bad matchup for the secondary with Slay out, especially um, Bradbury. This this kind of lines up as a bad matchup for Bradbury. Maybe he's able to get in the way of DK Metcalf, but he struggles with speed, and there's speed all over the field here. So, but uh, I went to Jackson Smith and Jigba. The numbers forty and a half receiving yards. He's gone over six out, out of the last nine there. And last two games, he's kind of emerged as the target leader, 18 targets to Lockett's 14 and DK's 13. So again, I think with more focus, probably going to, to not uh, Jackson Smith, and Jigbo once again, we should see him have a nice target game that hopefully leads to him going over that 40 and a half receiving yards, which like I said, he's, he's gone over uh, six of the last nine, including the last um Four of the last or five of the last six, so just basically last week he didn't go over against the Niners. They did a good job on him. Ryan, for touchdowns, yes, what are you thinking? Or do you have a ladder prop you want to give out? Uh, I you know I I the lack of numbers on uh, some of the some of the Seattle stuff. I, I might be inclined to. I saw some very spicy um, Jalen Hurts uh, fumble stuff. In fact, Sean, I took my, uh, I took the three, the Jackson Smith and Jigba o- uh, over Noah Fant um, receiving yards and the Devonta Smith targets. Actually, I put it together for a little six to one banger on underdog. But if you add in Jalen Hurts to have a fumble, gets spicy all the way up to twenty seven and a half to one. So, Ryan, how about this? We put a, a Jalen Hurts fumble bet on the show if. Jalen Hurts loses a fumble. I will come on and say that was a stupid drill. The Eagles never should have done that. They are a laughing stock with that fumbling drill. And if he does not lose a fumble, you come on and no, say no, that was that, great coaching. Uh, a, the, we're talking about a three to one proposition. Hmm. Uh, according, according well, you just gave it out. I thought you were a fan of it. No, I am. Oh, okay, but also I'll um, say it three. If times. you can't enjoy the comedy. Of watching Jalen Hurts flop to the ground like a fish, practicing falling so he doesn't fumble. That's ridiculous. Also, you would you need to zoom out to a proper sample size. And yeah, the Eagles have been fumbling, so maybe there's something going on. But yeah, that's why they're practicing but really, not fumbling. The your reaction, you're getting defensive, which means you can't appreciate the comedy of Jalen Hurts practicing falling to the ground. Oh, I can appreciate. It's, it. pr- it's very funny. It's very funny. They should have never let that video out. Big Dom slipping. Devon, well, they banned him from the sidelines. Hashtag free do, do, you, do you have a ladder? Uh yeah, just Devonta Smith touchdowns. Oh, one what's, what's is two plus one seventy. Two is thirteen to one. Stay tuned. Uh, first touchdowns. Uh, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go because I like him for two touchdowns. This is a. It feels like a Devonta Smith game. Uh, Devonta Smith first touchdown ten to one and uh, Olamide Zacchaeus. Ooh. Uh, thirty-five to Why one. Why are we doing Zacchaeus this week? Because I was looking at the other guys on the Eagles. Because it does seem like there's. Some I don't know. Eagles. Eagles there. first touchdowns are always um, tough because it's usually just something super chalky like AJ Brown, uh, Jalen Hurts. But um, Zacchaeus had one previously in prime time. Even in that Cowboys game, he had a twenty-eight yard catch. For some reason, Quez Watkins still is getting more snaps than him, which is infuriating. Um, hopefully he gets a bigger snap share here, but yeah, I like the case. All right. And, uh, and, and the, the Seattle's weak to the receivers. So 
Devonta Smith, uh, Zacchaeus are my first touchdown bets, and it does seem like now that Buzz Watkins is back, it seems like Julio's <clears throat> kind of getting worked out of the mix. Poor Julio, rest in peace. Uh, I also have Devonta Smith, um, like I mentioned earlier, twenty seventh DVO over DVOA versus wide receiver two, so good matchup there. I also think Dallas Goddard, a great matchup. They're bottom ten against the tight end. Uh, he was back out there and in, in, in force last week, eighty five percent of the snaps. So Dallas Goddard, nice little play. They're they're the same. That I uh, when I was scraping these uh, prices, uh, eleven to one on both, which. I would imagine that we, when we wake up in the morning and we find out that Jalen Hurts is going to play for sure, there's no way these prices are both still north of ten to one. I would imagine one would get will get adjusted down. Maybe the Devonta Smith. Mm. We've given out a lot of strong angles. I think everyone else will find them on the other side. No offense, got to play a tight end, twenty five to one. And I thought about going two tight end set here. I did not. I went. Uh, I. Stayed on, uh, kind of playing my prop angle. Jackson Smith and Jigba, sixteen to one for the Seahawks. My Dijon's only bet, Ryan. Hashtag Dijon's only. Do you think there's a decent chance Gino doesn't play? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I kind of wasn't factoring. Like, I thought, I thought he, you know, he might not be a hundred percent, but I didn't think they would actually roll lock out there. Man, oh, that would be exciting. You got a surprise. That that's a good way for the defense to get right. Uh yeah, I mean, from what I was reading, they're like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's very cryptic, but it was almost like uh, there's no chance he might not actually play. I yeah. mean, I I would say, I would say eighty percent chance. But you know, I mean, as of today, they're still listing him as a game time decision, which they had that as a he had him as a game time decision last time, and they're not technically listing. Uh, hurts as a game time. They're just saying he's questionable, right? They just moved him from full participant to questionable. Okay. All right. Uh, Jake in the YouTube chat saying Walker anytime. Walker twenty five plus receiving <laughs> yards. Goddard anytime. Swift twenty five plus oh. receiving yards. Eighty two to one. Oh Jake God. knows how to do it. Yeah. There you go. Uh, for me, keeping it simple. It's the Devonta game. Devonta Smith three touchdowns. Fifty five to one. Go birds. All right. I don't. I don't mind that. Uh, Thank you. Do you think? I mean, we're we're thinking along the same lines. Do you do you think it's he? It, it's actually possible he gets three touchdowns. Do I think it's actually possible? No, no. I mean, like it, that 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 would take a lot in in terms of a game. Take a bit of a shootout. Uh, no, yeah, but also like we've seen. You know, we've seen the Eagles' passing game supports uh, a three touchdown game from AJ Brown. So yeah, I mean him having three touchdowns, sure, certainly unlikely. Um, he's had he's had a couple two touchdown games in his career. He's never had a three touchdown game, but again, this is only his um, third year in the league. So, you know, yeah, I no, I, no, I, I like the. I mean, I, I so I also have a De- De- Devonta Smith same game. I just went with a. Le- I you, my, my thought is more around the idea that he's he's going to have a ton of usage. And if he has a ton of usage, it wouldn't be ridiculous for him to get to a hundred yards. And so hundred yards and two touchdowns is 37 to one. You go to 110 yards. I mean, the way they boost the prices, once you get up here, you just got to go to the ceiling, 120 yards, two touchdowns, 60 to one. I'm walking away. Yeah. So AJ AJ Brown had a, 
a three touchdown game last year, three touchdowns against the uh, Steelers, 156 yards. So yeah, something like that. I could see. He probably gets over the yardage then, yeah. Sean. You might I may as well tag the yardage on it. All right. How do I tag the yardage on this? You, just, you know, activate that same game parlay and yeah. and uh it's it let's see here. Oh, that first week he went one thirty and one. Oof. One thirteen and two last year. Okay, so adding a hundred receiving yards takes it to one ten to one. All right, now we're talking. All right. I mean, that's the third touchdown is going to be where it gets tough, but yeah, that's why it's a DJ's only parlay. Dare to dream, people. Sean, do you remember when I gave out the Aaron Jones three touchdowns, yeah. forty-five to one, and he had what four touchdowns? Four touchdowns. Yeah, bonkers. Dare to dream. Devonta Smith three touchdowns, fifty-five to one, and a hundred receiving yards, hundred and ten to one. Thank you, oh, you didn't for even, participating you didn't go in the Sports Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean Stag in the Morning Green. He's Ryan. Uh, let's do some playoff drafts tomorrow, Sean. Kramer, let it ride.